Yeah, two philosophers. For sure. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Baby. Oh yeah! Welcome to Wasted Content, episode eighty-five. I am Anthropos, and I am Ozymandias. <laughs> Why do we sound like Orgasmatron? <laughs> is that is that what he sounds like? He just he sounds like this. I mean, in my memory of him, he sounds like this all the time. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, I just I think I'm just trying to sound a little bit. Um, oh, I'm like not no, not Orgasmatron. No? Whoa. Okay. Uh, hmm. Motion, motion. Jesus Christ. Oh, that yeah, guy. definitely. Whoa. Yeah, absolutely. We sounded like that guy. We sound like motion, motion. Yeah, motion, motion. Yeah. Is that, is that, I mean, we did have like uh, nicknames for him at the time. Like Catfish. Catfish was yeah, a good one. Yeah, he had abnormally long um, nipple hairs. Mm-hmm. Like the, it looked like the whiskers on a catfish. And right. Uh, Frodo Feet was another one. <laughs> I don't remember Frodo <laughs> Feet, no. Yeah, like that motherfucker's. That motherfucker's feet looked like it was wearing a fucking toupee, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Donkey Kong? <laughs> Just Donkey it, was, it looked like he would like scrape his knuckles as he walked. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Just a complete and total meathead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when it came to lifting weights and like you know playing football, um, that was like ninety nine percent of his mental capacity. Yeah. And he did well. He did. But just like other things that He's, you need to know. He, he did terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, we do sound a little bit like him. Yes, we do. Um, well, here's uh, to you. Um, uh, I believe his first name was Adrian. So, okay. Adrian, um, thank you for the inspiration. You gave us a lot of laughs and you still continue to do so. We still make fun of you. Bro. Hey, dude, people fucking suck. Yes, sir. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys, for today's episode, <laughs> we're going to get into some fucking Mother Earth brews, guys. So, uh, Mother Earth's been around for a minute, and, you know, you could find them on the shelves anywhere, really. Like, fucking, you could find them at goddamn Superior if you want to, bro. Um, but, yeah, anywhere that you could get some craft beer, a bottle shop, a BevMo, a Total Wine, um, a fucking supermarket, you can find them there. And you can always find the Cali Creamin. That shit is ubiquitous. Um, you can't get away from it, and it's for a good reason. It's a fucking lovely cream ale. Um, it's my opinion that Mother Earth perfected the cream ale, and any other cream ale you'll ever have after that is, you know, trying to do justice to what Mother Earth did. So, um, with that in mind, uh, we want to we want to highlight a few things, uh, a few other things that Mother Earth does that maybe you haven't seen on the shelves. Maybe you thought these guys were a, a one trick pony. And uh, that's not the case. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of it's it's gonna be a little counterintuitive because the first beer of the lineup is uh, the one trick pony. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it's on nitro, you guys. So we have the Cali Creamin and Mother Earth said, hey, you know, it'd go great with the fucking cream ale, some fucking nitrogen, 
And I think it's a great idea. I think it's fucking genius. Um, the the flavor profile really deserves the texture, much like something you'd find in a in a in a nitro infused beer. So we're gonna get right into this with a fucking surge pour on this motherfucker. Here we go. God damn, dude. That is fucking beautiful. There's nothing like pouring a nitrogen beer and just watching that action happen. Uh, just watch, watching this like reverse waterfall of the suds going up. <laughs> and then it just always invariably creates this wonderful fucking big foamy head. The one thing to keep in mind here that doesn't last long. So um, I don't want to talk too much and get a little ahead of myself. I just want to get right into this. Let's get some smelling notes. Lovely, dude. Just everything that you remember from Cali Creamy, man. A delicate touch of vanilla on the nose. Nice and creamy. Yep, yep. And um, just definitely pairing up, pairing up very well with the malt in here. Um, that vanilla note and this like malty graininess just really go hand in hand very well. Let's get... Uh, A light let's, citrusy. Citrusy. Okay, very good. All right, got, all right, my dude. Let's not waste our uh, our fucking nitro here. Yep. Let's get right into it. Cheers. Fuck yeah, dude. Coming in at five uh, five percent ABV. Nothing, uh, nothing that you're gonna be asking a lot from. Um just fucking incredible dude this is um this is a beer that's going to be able to transport you to a fucking uh, uh you know a shoreline somewhere out there um the flavor really really evokes this kind of just like summer vibe god damn just probably one of the most refreshing beers out there man mm-hmm this is definitely a vacation of a beer. Um, nice. Totally just picture yourself sitting on a beach, fucking enjoying this frothy, milky, creamy fucking deliciousness. God. Uh, light, crisp, refreshing. Um, doesn't stick around for too long. Um, somehow has a bit of a dry quality. And I think it's a little bit drier now that we have it on nitrogen as opposed to just regular carbonation. But it makes it really quick and snappy and it just exits um, uh, just as delicately as it entered. I think the nitrogen definitely adds to that creamy texture. Um, it's incredible. I had it on CO2. It was incredible then. And then having it with nitro, is it just brings it up a notch. Fuck yeah. You're going to want to swirl this one around a few times in your mug. You'd be doing a disservice to this beer if you're not getting a nice fucking chunk of uh, a frothy head with every swig. Um, that is completely, it has to be part of the texture that you're enjoying here. So even when you get that surge pour out, take that big first sip as soon as it pours out. And then um, as you continue to enjoy this, just fucking do as you would a fucking fine wine. Uh, but instead of aerating it, you're really trying to create that big, frothy, foamy head. 
so that you could gulp down some of that along with the the rest of the beer. It really, really adds to the texture, adds to the flavor. I know that sounds stupid, but you're going to have to try it out for yourself, guys. Very nice touch of vanilla. Light, light citrusy. This is a fucking overall great fucking beer. Absolutely, brother. Um, not um, not crazy too. It's not trying to fucking like scream at you. It's not trying to fucking you know um, pull your taste buds out. This is just a fucking uh, a, a fucking great beer. A great, well rounded, well balanced, lovely, refreshing beer. Um, I don't know that there's much else that we could say about it. I got a rating for this. What you got for this, man? For the nitro Kelly creaming. I'm going to give this uh, eight. In the cream ale category. In the cream okay. ale category. Very this well. is incredible. This is what every other cream ale wants to be, like mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier. Um, Fuck yeah. This is fantastic. I think Mother Earth has set a fucking standard, and everyone is just catching up to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had cream ales. Um, I've had other people trying to do this shit. It just, it's always missing something. It's always, it, it could have been... Um, the, the body could have been a little bit lighter. It could have been a little more crisper. The vanilla tasted different. The vanilla tasted, um, you know, like fucking like plastic or something. Like it's going to give me cancer or, <laughs> or yeah, dude. Um, and it's always something. It's always something. And invariably, I always find myself comparing every other cream ale to um, Mother Earth's Cali Creamin. Um, I think that they've outdone themselves. I think they found a way to improve on something that was already great. Um, for the nitro cali creaming i have an 8.5 i'm gonna give an 8.5 um simply because i believe that this style can still be done in an imperial version and i think uh, mother earth has left themselves plenty of room to do that in the future i hope that they're planning on doing that because i'd love to see this maybe somewhere around like 7.5 8 percent abv i'd love to see what that does for um the flavor profile maybe bump it up a notch Maybe, um, maybe uh, you know, use fancier adjuncts. Well, maybe, maybe Mother Earth. If I, if I pray, if I wish upon a star, maybe we could get Mother Earth Brewing Company Nitro Cali Creamin made with uh, fucking Peruvian vanilla beans or some <laughs> shit. You know, um, class it up a little bit, Mother Earth. You guys are already doing fine by my book. Eight point five for me. Eight for me. Let's get into the second beer of the lineup, sir. For the second beer in our lineup for today, from Mother Earth Brewing Company, this is called the Milk Truck. It's a latte stout brewed with vanilla, coffee, lactose, and oats. Uh, There's not much to read here on the can. No, no read, man. This is coming in at a 5.8% ABV. Um, Government warning, something about child defects, blah, blah, blah. I mean, like, still really cool to see these guys, like, all over major box stores mm-hmm. still have that independent craft beer, um, a Brewers Association. Yeah. Um, fucking um, logo here. So, another brewing company that's been able to survive the onslaught of fucking conglomerates just throwing money at the next best thing, right? Uh, I think that they certainly, they've certainly faced that. I, I would guess, I'd bet my bottom dollar. Um, the Cali Creamin has just been, again, so ubiqu- ubiquitous that I wouldn't be surprised if there's been offers on the table for these guys. So really cool to see them still rocking that logo, man. Mm-hmm. 
Speaking of which, Constellation Brewing wasted constant wasted content is still for sale. That's true. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I put it out there. I believe um, that that price tag is negotiable. Um, but you know, we'll eh. just um, we'll just be waiting for that response. Constellation. Yeah. Uh, we'll be more than happy to feature um, uh, some Mexican beers in our lineups, <laughs> um, completely and entirely. Uh, brought to you by a fucking American conglomerate company. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Yes, sir. We are having, an, from an independent, certified by the Brewers Association, an independent craft beer from Mother Earth Brewing Company, Latte Stout. Let's see what we got here, bro. Let's get right into it, man. With the port. Ah, it's a lovely color. Oh, it already smells amazing. Beer is all poured out. Had a great, great rocky head. It's a very tan latte-esque color to the head. Fuck yeah, dude. The beer is fucking pitch black. A little bit of redding. Redding? Reddening? <laughs> the reddening? Absolutely, um, yeah. Along the sides of the glass, a little bit of a red, uh, blood red, uh, crimson hue. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what you wanted stout to look like, right? Absolutely. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, let's get some smelling notes here. Let's do it. <sighs> nice. Interesting. All right, dude. Just um, it was super creamy on the nose. Um, it's it's definitely coming across. As like a very um, light to medium roasted coffee, because the coffee's present, and I'm really happy about that. I was about I was gonna be really disappointed if we didn't get that flavor profile, or I'm sorry that that aroma, um, but it's there, and it's there in this like milk coffee uh, presence. Right. Yeah. It's not a dark roast. It's not a roasted bean uh, coffee presence on the nose. It's coming across as a milk coffee. Mm-hmm. little bit of chocolate here absolutely some notes of vanilla god damn that's lovely some oats i'm catching the oats too dude absolutely that graininess is Uh is absolutely coming through and i'm excited to what that's gonna do not for the flavor profile but more for the texture i want to see what that does for this absolutely yep cheers let's do it cheers brother <laughs> Super cool, man. <laughs> I don't want to shit on this. And this is not me shitting on this. But do you remember the Paps coffee beer? Oh shit, okay. Uh yeah, of course. Similar notes. Mm-hmm. Where it's that like sweet cream coffee and not necessarily coffee. Right. It kind of took me back to having that Paps that we had just randomly because we're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And uh, I'm not shitting on this. It's fucking nice. It's delicate. It's nice. I but. mean, even then, like with the Paps one. Oh, it, yeah. It wasn't fucking it wasn't, amazing. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was the first Paps brew that I could really like speak um, 
uh, you know, I, I could speak fucking fondly of. Right. Um, it was lovely and it was different. And, um, you know, it's certainly different than anything else that's on the market. But I am getting that flavor profile here. Absolutely. Through and through. It's kind of reminiscent of like, um, like the like the Starbucks bottled lattes. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's definitely not getting me anything that's gonna um, harken to like a freshly brewed coffee. It's absolutely a flavor profile that's been packaged and um, has been manufactured to taste like uh, similar to the fucking uh, crafted fucking coffee drink that mm -hmm. you enjoy. This has, again, a, a coffee, but more of a milk coffee, like you're mentioning. Yep. Um, it's a latte. They specifically call it a latte and not coffee here, which is great. And then they call out coffee. Never mind. Vanilla yeah, coffee, yeah, lactose. Um, the the oats in here, I, I think it's adding a very interesting texture to it, where it's kind of grainy, kind of creamy. And adding this like toffee note to the chocolate. The body of the beer is certainly bigger than you'd expect with with something coming in at five point eight ABV. Mm -hmm. um, I was I was def I would definitely be expecting something that's um, thinner. But um, the addition of the oats, I feel, is, has a really, really big role. I think the milk sugar in this is also playing a big role with the uh, the weight and the body of this. And I think it's really, really appropriate for them to have have named this milk truck because um, I, I'd say uh, standing out in front of this vanilla, this coffee, is is its milky uh, its milkiness. I can't put it any other way. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of like uh, introducing a new uh, style, a latte stout, but ultimately this is a milk stout. It's a milk stout brewed with coffee. I'd like to put it that way. I'll give them credit for nailing the latte flavor profile though. <clears throat> I don't want to take away from them and, and say like, oh yeah, 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 it's cute. You're a latte style. You guys are introducing a new style. I don't want to take anything away from that. They've successfully created that flavor profile. At the end of the day, it's a milk stout. It, it's a milk stout through and through. And it has um, this like milky coffee presence in it as well. Yeah. I don't like the connotation of the milk truck having to do with anything to do with my mother. <laughs> and, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Anything else attached to that? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Love your mother, because the milkman will too. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great stout. Uh, milk stout, like you said. Oats is a great addition to this. The chocolate is nice here. It, it kind of tastes a little artificial chocolatey, almost like a Tootsie Roll. But it's not bad in this. I'll agree. Um, overall, it it just absolutely encapsulates this. Like, it's a beer that um, included. Let Let's say that this was a stout, and then you poured a little bit of like that um, bottled frappuccino uh, mm -hmm. that you could find at a Seven Eleven or some shit. 
It's really what it's giving me. Um, it, I, I'm enjoying it. I think this is a lovely milk stout. And um, I think if we were to get a little bit away from these artificial adjuncts, we, we might have a better beer on our hands here. Um, as it stands, a, a very solid fucking milk stout, man. What do you got for this? Mother Earth Brewing Company's milk truck latte stout. Um, I'm going to have to uh, corner them into a milk stout category. And I think in terms of a milk stout that features coffee, this is, um, it's, it's lovely. Um, it's super enjoyable. I could absolutely crush this as a stout. Um, you can't say that about a lot of stouts, but I think this is like perfect for um, a coffee lover and a stout lover alike. Um, when you're not looking to like get something that's like super like syrupy, saccharin, like very heavy, you want something that's just gonna be like nice medium body. Um, I think uh, Mother Earth Brewing Company's milk stout's gonna take care of you, and I'm gonna give them a solid seven point five a seven point five ABV, a uh, seven point five um, out of ten for uh, the milk truck. I I want to see this with more natural adjuncts. I want to see this with um, this Peruvian vanilla bean shit I'm talking about. I want to see this with um, some like dark roast, uh, double dark French roast coffee. I want to see big, like a bigger, bolder version of this. Mm -hmm. And um, I think Mother Earth can do that. 7.5 for me, man. In the milk stout category, I'm going to give this to 7. It would have been a 7.5 if it wasn't for the artificialness that's coming through here. Yeah. Uh they went a little bit more natural it would have been a higher rating for me but seven for me very well now that we've um gotten the first two beers of the lineup we got in we've gotten a little sauced here uh we got a little bit of that liquid courage and it's about time to start um this banter that we usually take part in here let's go into the first topic of today's episode you were all forewarned it's the coming of Christ. Christ. <laughs> it's the second coming of Christ. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I am <laughs> Yes Thank you Freddie Mercury <laughs> Yes <laughs> No Time for losers. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Of my workplace. <laughs> I figured we had to play it again. Yes. Since play we it did again. play it last time. Play, play it again. Play it again, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, dude, keep it coming, actually. This is way too fucking easy. It's like... Taking candy from a baby, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit, I said I was going to be home. Too many carbs. <laughs> said I was going to be. What are you doing taking candies from a baby, bro? <laughs> Just it's... smack it out of his hands, what you do. Like, don't eat that. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Um, <laughs> so, again, you were forewarned. Um, I took place 
in my second weight loss challenge in my workplace. So, uh, you know, it, along the same fucking uh, framing, yeah. it, it's supposed to be a group building activity, Competing right? Competing against all those athletes <laughs> was tough, I imagine. <laughs> it's, I, I love the idea of like a group building activity that introduces competitiveness, you know? Mm. That's really going to fucking melt people together. <laughs> Yeah, that's really going to fucking bring a fucking... Especially with the winner like this. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I wasn't as boastful and arrogant throughout the whole fucking thing. I kept my mouth shut uh, in more ways in more ways than one. Um, obviously, I just... I tried, I tried not to talk so much shit. I actually let everybody else do that. I like how you said you tried, which means you did talk some shit. I did, of course. Mm. You know, every once in a while, I would have to defend myself. Because there was these people that are coming out, you know, out of the woodwork that participated in the last weight loss competition that were like, oh, well, you know, we just felt that it was it wasn't appropriate for um, upper management to win a competition. You know, we wanted it to be middle management that that was able to, you know, um, win and you know, like, get the fuck out of here, man. What are Eat you talking less. about? It's a competition. <laughs> Like, do you you obviously have no fucking understanding of what a fucking competition well, is? Because you have an upper, you have an advantage for being upper management somehow. Well, I think it's more along the lines of like we don't necessarily like need your peasant fucking winning <laughs> um, prize. You know, like we actually make more money than you do. Wow. So uh, yeah, let let the let the peasants fucking. There's that, I suppose. I, that's the way I take it, okay. man. Um. So. At, you know, at the beginning of this one, it was, hey, fucking, you know what? Every all fucking, um, um, all reservations out the window. Um, we're going to go fucking like balls out on this one. And this time it's on, man. There's no friends here for this competition. Whoa. Yeah, we're, it's on. So it, I just, I kind of did take a step back and I defended myself when I felt that it was necessary. But for the most part, I let everybody else do the shit talking. Because um, I, I did find myself in a situation where I felt that there might be a chance that I might lose the first time around. And I could only imagine the egg on my face, man. After talking so much crap. After fucking just, like, just rambling and fucking flapping gums. Like, to lose? That must be fucking embarrassing. But you didn't. <laughs> but I didn't. So what lesson did you learn? <laughs> nothing. I have learned okay. nothing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I did take, you know, I, I took a little bit more of a cautious approach. I said, oh, shit, um, you know, these, these peeps are on it. They're, they're actually, apparently, actually going to compete. I'm pretty, I'm, per, I'm quite sure that they competed the first time mm -hmm. and were grasping at the fucking excuse as to why they fucking lost. But this time around, it was fucking no holds barred, unadulterated competition. Bring it. And, um... And, and I win. And I win. I fucking win. It was a three-month competition, which is inhumane, by the way. Three months of a fucking weight loss competition is a fucking nightmare. Um, if you're serious about it and, and you're competitive and you want to do this, fuck the whole, like, I want to be healthy bullshit. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. I just, I participated because I wanted to change my eating habits. Motherfucker, you paid to fucking... Um, what you, you paid money to uh, hold yourself accountable to like 
eating a fucking stick of celery every once in a fucking while, you're a fucking idiot. Come on. Like, you know, you know, these people know, man. It's just, it's funny to just hear everybody backtrack and just come up with a million excuses as to why they didn't win. It came down to the fucking wire, man. Um, it came down did it? to decimal points. It did. <laughs> and um, I'll just say this. The person that was in charge of the numbers the entire time they were the one that were, you know, they were saying they've never lost a three-month competition. Yeah, yeah, congratulations on your two-month weight loss competition win. But, um, yeah, I've, I'm undefeated in a three-month competition. And, you know, hey, um, my respect. Because three months is way too fucking long to deprive yourself of, like, just delicious food and it's it's a bitch, dude. You know, um, I went balls to the wall in it because I found a formula that worked. Um, here's the fucking secret to weight loss, you guys. Um, stop eating fucking so many fucking carbohydrates. Just stop eating so many fucking carbs. Stop eating fucking sugar all the fucking time. Everything that you buy at the grocery store that comes in a can, a bottle, a box contains absurd amounts of sugar. If, if there's anything that I learned throughout either of these competitions, it's to learn to fucking read a goddamn label, man. Just take a fucking moment out of your time. Next time you're at the grocery store shopping, if you do that, because I know half of you fucking degenerates don't do that. You guys just eat fucking Taco Bell three times a fucking day. It's convenient. <laughs> it's convenient. I know that you guys have fucking, Sometimes cheaper You have a fucking 20 piece With a chicken fucking sandwich And Ooh. a fucking double double as your dinner I know that But if you do go to the supermarket Take a fucking second Look at the goddamn nutrition facts And realize that Everything that you're shoving into your fucking face Is sugar And carbs And, and, and it's, it's, it's egregious It's fucking ridiculous and things that have no business containing sugar contain half of your daily value of sugar. You know, <laughs> you're trying to be healthy by like drinking a fucking green machine from fucking naked juice. Guess what, dude? You drank <laughs> you your whole daily allotment of sugar because you thought you were being healthy, you fucking idiot. I love those green machines. They're fucking delicious, bro. <laughs> They're amazing. And I thought I was being healthy. <laughs> I seriously, I I incorporated naked juices. Oh, well, you know the, the ones owned by Pepsi Cola Company. <laughs> <laughs> Those naked juices. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then um, I switched over to fucking Powerade. You know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got to get my electrolytes, <laughs> and um, one of them had a side berries, so that's a oh. like that's a fucking antioxidant, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that shit, dude. Fucking acai berries have. No fucking chance against 52 grams of sugar in a fucking eight ounce serving, bro. They, they ain't going to help you detoxify when you're just cramming yourself with fucking cupfuls of sugar <laughs> every single fucking day. So that's the fucking trick. There's a little bit of that. It was just eliminating all of that from my diet. Hey, I can still have fucking cheese and I can still have meat. I can still have a lot of veggies and um, um, uh, intermittent fasting as well. Um, you you like you think that that's like some kind of like Hindu shit, mm -hmm. like some motherfucker like over here praying over a fucking dirty carpet? No, bro. Um, actually, 
maybe don't fucking um, schedule your day with like so many fucking things that you're going to shove into your face. You know, like we've just been like we've all been um, conditioned to believe the fact that you have to keep throughout your day. You have to keep shoving things into your fucking mouth. Yeah. And then <laughs> you get you get Americans, you know, you get Americans, you get Canadians. Three course meals a day three <laughs> meals a day or some bullshit hey three square meals three square a day, meals right? a day that's what it was hey fucking part of your fucking balanced breakfast <laughs> you're gonna have a fucking banana a banana that's chock full of fucking sugar um you're gonna have a bowl of cereal that's just like fucking um uh, flaked uh grains just uh infused with sugar you have a coffee with a cup full of sugar in it Hey, fucking part of your balanced breakfast, you fucking <laughs> pig. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, bro. So we're all conditioned to think this way. We're all conditioned to think that we need to like completely um, always be on a surplus of nutrients um, daily. Um, it, it's ridiculous. And I've learned that that's not the case. And that's really cool. But um, more than anything, I've just learned that um, again, again. I am in greater control of my destiny than you, than than the rest of these people. <laughs> That's what I've learned, dude. Okay, I'm really I'm trying really hard to be humble, man. <laughs> it feels good, dude. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit of the controversy at the end of this. Um, it was it, there was myself and uh, the individual that was controlling the numbers. And we were ahead of the pack, um, dominantly. Third place, lost half of the total um, body weight percentage that um, we co we collectively, not collectively, individually lost. Third place was way behind. So it was kind of neck and neck. Everybody was kind of saying like, holy shit, it's going to go down to the wire. And it did. I walked into the office the day that we were to announce the winner of the competition and um, the person that was controlling the numbers invited me like, into the office. Like, this. Um, the person that controlled the numbers? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's a really major fucking yeah. key <laughs> component of what the fuck went down here, man. <laughs> because I was just, the entire time, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fucking cynic, man. I'm a cynic. I'm a fucking skeptic. And I'm, I, I live by the, the idea of, Who's watching the watchers, man? Who's watching the watchers, man? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, bro. Who gave you fucking the power to say like, oh, don't worry. I oversee stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're a human being that's flawed and jealous and lies and fucking deceitful. Power corrupts. Piece of shit. Absolute power <laughs> corrupts. Absolutely. And if there was any part of this podcast that I would not want that person to listen to, it would be the part where I'm calling them a piece of shit. <laughs> I'll do it. Piece of shit. <laughs> Fucking hey, dude. So um, they invited me to the office and they say, hey, look, check it out. Isn't it cool? Isn't it neat? Isn't it fucking neat? We, we tied. Both, both of us lost 11% of our body weight. How convenient. The so I am willing because this time around, apparently, 
it was structured as there was a first place, second, and third place prize. Last time it was winner take all, and it that was fine by me because obviously I won. So I really enjoyed the fact that it was winner take all. I was expecting the same fucking thing this time, but hey, what do you fucking know? It's a first, second, third place kind of breakdown of the prize money, of the prize pool, which is bullshit in itself. But I have this person looking at me saying, hey, good game. I'm completely will- willing to combine the first and second place prizes that. and split them. Uh. Fucking extended the hand. And before I agreed to this, there was another participant in the competition Good. that interjected. And they said, there were decimal numbers involved in this shit. Any fucking time that we took weight, every week there was one day a week that we took weight Every single time, it was by the decimal point. So I need to see this with the decimal points. I was like, holy shit. I was totally fucking willing to <laughs> split the money because at this point, I don't know if I'm 0.1% below this person. I don't, I don't fucking know. Am I going to fucking lose because of a fucking 0.1%? They reluctantly plugged in the decimal points. And it turns out I lost 11.2% of my body weight, which was rounded down to 11%. Mm -hmm. And they lost (laughs) 10.7% of their body weight. That's half a percentage. (laughs) That is an entire half of a percentage discrepancy right there. (laughs) The whole point of doing it by percentage is to make it fair, as fair as possible. Sure. Right? Yeah. Because, like, you can't do the whole weight thing because, you know, like, a fucking fat motherfucker is going to be able to lose 50 pounds in a week if he wants to. Right. Whereas a skinny person would have a lot of fucking uh, struggle losing two pounds in a week. So the whole, like, way that this was built was to be fair, uh, purportedly. But, um, no, you have um, you had my number rounded down and you had their number rounded up. Uh, good game. Shake on it. The and fucking then... <laughs> eagle on this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> what the what fuck, dude? Fucking sorry fucking loser. Um, yeah, kind of. Wow. It, it just happens to be the person that was really taking reprieve and losing the two-month competition by saying... They've never been beaten. They oh, are undefeated. We tied, actually. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Half a percentage you tied. So um I, I feel I feel fucking um excuse me. Um shit. I, I feel what's the word? Um vindicated. I feel vindicated. <laughs> and um I fucking win and in your face. And na 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 boo boo. Stick your head in doo doo. There you go. And eat that. That's the adult response to it. <laughs> eat that. I think is the funniest and most apropos uh, conjecture I could come up with at this point. Eat that, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you are a pawn. Oh, you can only move one step at a time. It's not your fault. It's not your fault that you're a pawn and you can only move one space at a time. <laughs> Fuck. Hell yeah, dude. So, um, yeah, um, 
I I I wanna I wanna gloat. Um, I think I've already done plenty of that, but um, ultimately I really want to tie this up with a ribbon, man. Um, uh, throughout the three um excruciating and grueling months of um of sacrifice, you know, it it is sacrifice, dude. Um, th there's there's discipline that goes into it, um, and I I think ultimately what works for me is or what worked for me is finding a motivator. And my motivator was 100%. My motivator was, I, I, I won't lose to this person. I, I, I win. Um, I have to fucking win. Um, I, need to, um, I, I need to be vindicated. I need to be fucking fulfilled by um, having a, a better control of my fucking self, my being, my thoughts, my actions. Um, it, that's that's really what it was it wasn't money um because it was you know at the end of the day it was 200 bucks that i won which is cool like it's gonna fucking pay for the fucking shitty eating that i'm gonna do for the next two weeks <laughs> but um it wasn't that that wasn't a motivator uh, my health wasn't a motivator i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you that i give a fucking fuck about well. um how long or how fucking good i look when my fucking corpse is displayed to the rest of my family <laughs> um, i don't i don't give a shit about that it was it was completely an exercise of um how how disciplined can i be mm. how, how disciplined can i be how accountable can i hold myself how much can i compromise um it was it's basically an exercise in that and the ribbon on this is uh i want to say the it's it's frustrating it's frustrating to know the um the state of nutrition that uh we all kind of blindly follow um as a society um it's disheartening to know that pharmaceutical companies bank on the fact that we're going to continue to lead unhealthy lifestyles by shoving fucking sugar into our fucking pie hole. Um, they, they bank on that. They make money on that. They fucking sleep on piles of fucking money. Um, assuredly, because they know that you can't resist. Mm -hmm. They can't, you can't fucking resist it. You're going to fucking eat yourself into fucking um, diabetic bliss and they're going to provide the fucking um, medicines that are going to extend your fucking life so that you could continue to buy the medicines that are going to continue to extend your fucking life so that they could keep laughing to the bank. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. The unfortunate, the biggest, the biggest fortunate part of this, the most unfortunate part of this is the fucking distrust and in the institutions that right. comes from like learning something they should have known <laughs> right um i love the current state of like the political fucking environment in which trump is the fucking enemy he instilled distrust in media and right. distrust in all this bullshit which is fucking complete nonsense like you did it yourself assholes you right. told us to have three square meals a day. The base of the fucking food pyramid was fucking bread and fucking <laughs> it oats was, and dude. fucking. It was, and and at that point, when you start to become a little bit inquisitive about it, um, it starts to it it starts to reveal itself as much less as a fucking whoops and more um fucking 
uh what's nefarious nefarious yeah it was definitely nefarious it was fucking kellogg's bro mm. that instituted mm-hmm. the fucking food pyramid who paid these fucking scientists in the 1940s 50s whatever the fuck it was that created fucking grain as your base meal every fucking day the reason we have bacon for breakfast is because some fucking marketing company correct. said we need to find a way to sell pork let's make it a breakfast item that is it, completely correct it's fucking nuts and if you don't know about that if you're listening to this and you don't know about that fact that we have bacon as a staple of breakfast um because of marketing completely um please fucking research that please fucking use the goddamn internet to educate yourself on that because that is completely true. These people shoot themselves in the foot and then try to blame Trump for instilling distrust in the institutions, which is completely wrong. You have every fucking institution that we're supposed to trust lying to you from the fucking get-go since your fucking birth. And then all of a sudden, there's a little bit of distrust and it's, oh, fucking Trump, the end of America. Fuck this guy. Instead of being mad at Trump... Be mad at the pharmaceutical companies. Be mad at Kellogg's. Be mad at Nestle. Be, Be mad, mad at, at these marketing giant conglomerate companies. Yep. Uh, be mad at the government subsidizing corn that creates corn syrup <laughs> that's put into everything that you fucking consume. Yes, sir. Every fucking thing in the supermarket has corn syrup. Why? Why? Be mad at the fucking FDA for letting. Fucking Pepsi Cola put acai berries in your fucking fruit juice and telling you it's fucking healthy. There you go. It's fucking disheartening. Not into your fruit juice, into your sugar water. Into your fucking sugar water. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give you um a little a a, a small glimpse at at um. Uh, this is a memory that's just been drawn from me, uh, right now uh, through your rant, and it I think it encapsulates, um, the success of what they want us to fucking comply with. I remember being very young, uh, maybe about 11 or 12, and I thought I had invented the next fucking, I thought I invented the fucking next best thing, dude. Mm. Um, I I took a fucking, I took a blender, and I put um, milk and um, cornflakes, Kellogg's cornflakes, and sugar, um, and I blended it. And I made this like disgusting paste. And I was like, this is going to be the fucking greatest breakfast food ever because it's on the go. Like you're going to be able to like package this and you just fucking, um, you're going to be able to go, you're going to be, you're going to be able to be on the, on on the go. (laughs) Like I'm 11 and 12 and I'm already worried about my fucking commute. (sighs) I'm I'm already worried about. How am I gonna sustain myself nutritiously? I'm gonna work all fucking day, <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh God! Oh my God! I was 11 years old, and I was already um, thinking that I was producing something that was gonna help people. It was gonna help them through the plight that is um, fucking corporate sharecropping life in America, dude. Yeah, that's exactly how ingrained this kind of fucking mentality is. Yeah, yeah. If, if school does anything to us, is fucking instill this fucking regimented schedule of work getting up early in the morning getting your ass to fucking work for eight hours a fucking day going home fucking tired as fuck with still more work to do that you're getting that you're not getting paid for absolutely hey fuck 
people are gonna need something to <laughs> fucking have on the go. Yeah, dude, I got it. I got Just it. It's gonna it. be it's gonna be grains and sugar. <laughs> I, I That's promise you. To. You got a hearty breakfast there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. I promise you that happened. That was the thing that happened, man. Fuck this. I won a competition, but um, I think more than anything. Um, I gained a fucking very enlightening experience and I hope that you guys can, um, uh, look into it. I'm not healthy by any stretch of the imagination. Everyone, um, I drink like a fucking fish, which is a hilarious, uh, turn of phrase Hilarious. because, uh, fish don't drink water. That's really stupid. Um, <laughs> but, um, I drink, I drink plenty. Um, I, I, I smoke. Um, I do a lot of unhealthy things. I have a lot of unhealthy habits, but um, I have, I'm at least cognizant. I'm at least aware of everything that's out there that is prepackaged and um, readily available to consume for the fucking um, just uh, insatiable uh, consumerist America. Um, keep fucking going to the trough, you guys. Uh, I, I urge you, um, next time you're out there, Take a look at these labels. Make some wiser decisions every once in a while. Next beer. Next beer in the lineup, dude. Third beer in the lineup is going to be the Mother Earth Brewing Company. This is a barrel-aged beer, sir. We're going to get a little stupid here today. And we're going to have... (laughs) And we're going to have a barrel-aged beer for the third beer. And we're going to have... Um, a barrel-aged beer for the fourth beer. We're going to get a little fucking crazier. This is Mother Earth Brewing Company, and I bet you didn't know that they do this. They have a barrel-aged series called Four Seasons. Now, I've personally seen three of them out in the wild. Um, here um, for today's lineup, we were only able to get our hands on two of them. And, of course, the first one that we're going to have is the one that's most widely available as being an exclusive beer, it's the most widely available. I've seen this at a Bevmo. I've seen this at a bottle shop. So I'm pretty sure that you guys can get your hands on this if you're looking in the right places. This is going to be the Four Seasons Imperial Stout with brewed, I'm sorry, with brewed, with tart cherries and chocolate. It comes in at 11.7% ABV. And I really wish we got a lot more here on the on the can but all we have at the moment is this is a 2019 vintage. So we have two years of aging here. And it's a blend of bourbon barrel aged stouts aged on tart cherries with pure liquid cacao added. That's all we got, dude. Interesting. So, um, this is Mother Earth on a whole nother level that you guys probably haven't experienced. I'm excited to get into this, guys. Let's see what Mother Earth got with some barrel aging with the third beer poured out um i'm i'm noticing something that's a little different and i've i've i haven't seen this often um right around the rim of the glass where the head has receded there's this kind of the film right mm-hmm. and it looks like a fat it looks like an oil or something and um i've only seen that in like 
um, like pastry stouts mainly, where you have a component that's bringing in a lipid. It really totally looks like that. And what I'm gonna guess, I'm I'm gonna guess that here on the label it says, um, pure ca liquid cacao added. So I've heard of like cacao added, but not pure liquid cacao. And I'm I'm gonna guess that that's this film, this residue that we're seeing, is a component of that. Yeah, um, it definitely looks like a lipid sticking, like an oil sticking to the glass. Yeah. Um, it, it has to be the cacao. That's the only thing that I can think of that has some sort of fat, some right. oil. Like uh, every other adjunct is like pretty straightforward, and we've seen it done mm -hmm. in 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 many ways. Um, I I want to say this is the first beer that I've knowingly had, uh, pure liquid cacao included into it. Um, uh, maybe it's used by other brewers, but this is the first time I've ever been told that I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Um, another thing is I'm gonna mention that on the on the head, when we poured this, the bubbles created a very similar film as to what we're seeing on on the residue in the glass, and that's just kind of adding to the merit of like that call out. Um, I'll tell you one that was like super prominent. Do you do you remember the um? The Oreo fucking stout by Lead Dog Brewing Company. We just had that maybe about four or five episodes ago. Yeah, it's the one that they didn't specifically call out Oreo. No, it, it was like Oreos on the fucking label and everything. Yeah, but they weren't Oreos. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah correct. It was cookies and cream. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. We Thank like, you. Fucking... Tell us they're Oreos, asshole. We know what the fuck you're doing. Like, we know that you crumbled a bunch of Oreos <laughs> into the fucking mash. Yeah. Like, I could taste it, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the last beer that I could say prominently featured something like this. Um, anyhow, um, I want to say let's just get into this 2019 fucking uh, barrel-aged Mother Earth Imperial Stout, dude. Holy fuck. Uh, smelling notes? It's a mouthful. Yeah, no shit. Oh, man, that's lovely, man. I, I've never experienced Mother Earth on this level, and they know what the fuck they're doing already, just mm -hmm. on the nose, just based on the nose. <clears throat> All right, so I'm catching a, a barrel spirit. I'm catching wood. I'm catching this like heat from the spirit that was uh, once in that barrel. Yeah. Um, the bourbon, of course, it's the bourbon that's coming across. And it's just kind of curling my nostril hairs just the way I like it. Um, there's a sharp tartness that's cutting through all of these um, these dark flavors. And it's going to have to be the cherries. The cherries are resounding um, on the nose for this. Uh, you have everything else that you want from a stout, right? Mm -hmm. You have this like rich, dark chocolatiness that's coming through on the nose. You have um, some like roasty notes that are fucking big and present. But I want to say bourbon and tart cherry are really cutting forth across all of the other experience. Whoops. I'm looking at the the beer itself and there is a lot of residue here there is um this it looks like it's the same residue that's sticking to the glass where the head was okay and i do see 
what you were talking about, like a film of like lipid on top of the fucking like right where the what is it called the meniscus? The meniscus. Is that what it's called? Where the lipid kind of bends. Okay. At the top. I forget okay. what that's called exactly. Meniscus. Um, let's let's call it meniscus for the sake. I'm probably off. Um, at the very top, the liquid kind of bends and it bends the light. You can kind of see a, a layer of like some sort of lipid. I see it. Um, I'm going to guess it's just, it's got to be the cacao and it's got to be maybe a mix of the fucking, the cherries that they added here. It's just, <clears throat> it hasn't been completely emulsified in the beer and it's just separating at this point. I mean, I see so much sediment as well on this and I'm going to have to guess part of this is like wood fragments from the barrel as well. That could be, oh dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, oils from the fucking wood correct correct holy fuck depending on the fucking barrel if it wasn't charred then you're gonna get a lot of the fucking fat coming from the wood correct yeah Hmm. dude i'm i'm excited to get into this mother earth on another level and nobody ain't even knowing it so we're about to tell people what mother earth can do with the bourbon barrel man cheers cheers Whoa, dude. God. So we're enjoying this at a two-year aging. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that for a second. There's This thing is high octane, bro. Um, even at an 11.7 ABV, this thing is heat. It's fire, dude. Just so much spirit that has been drawn out from that barrel and has imparted itself into this beautiful base stout. It's rich. It's chocolatey. It's roasty. I'm getting a lot of the cherry. It's kind of rivaling the the Montcherie. Hey, hey there fucking, you go. Uh, uh, Bourbon County. Bourbon County. The booze is up there. This is an interesting fucking beer. Um, definitely um harkens to the Montcherie. Main difference being the Montcherie was absolutely fucking Luxardo syrup cherries. Oh yeah. And this one is definitely like a mash of like fresh tart cherry. Mm-hmm. Um this this has like a bit more of like a, a natural cherry like taste, not like um Processed refined sugar cherry, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. It feels like they use cherries here the way stouts sometimes use plums or dark fruits. Correct. Yeah. There's still the complexity of all of that as well. These like dark dry fruit fruits. Um, there's still like tones of plum and raisin that are happening here, but um, they're completely... Um, drowned out by the big boastful bourbon and this um this like screeching tart cherry cutting through these like super saccharine sweet um liquid cacao notes i guess um the the cacao is like i'm I'm gonna have to like i'm gonna have to say that this is a dark chocolate version of like hershey's syrup that's what i'm that's what i'm getting from this Hershey syrup being like kind of like a milk chocolate, I would have to say that if they made like an 
uh, cacao version of that for chocolate milk, that's what they would, it would taste like. Okay. I can see that. A little viscous, a little thick. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this is lovely, dude. I'm super happy with what Mother Earth can do with barrel aging. And I don't think that enough people out in the craft world know that Mother Earth fucking with this shit. You know? These guys are um these guys are out of God, you fucking read my mind. Idaho. You read my mind right now. I was gonna say, are these guys LA based? I wanted to think that they were, you know? I'm convinced I've seen a brewery out here. It says buy Idaho products and services. Interesting. So these guys are they're from Nampa, Idaho. I don't even know where the fuck Idaho is, bro. I just know they make (laughs) potatoes. That's about it. Um fuck, these motherfuckers out of Idaho are on Is that intentional? The shelves? Is that intentional? How so? Mother Earth being your mom. Idaho. <laughs> that's good that's good is it it is that was kind good. of fucking <sighs> <sighs> grasp me not that one yeah dude these fucking peeps out of idaho are um <clears throat> idaho um ubiquitous is the word that i used uh-huh. you could find them in almost every goddamn alcohol section in every supermarket throughout the fucking West Coast. Like at your least. mom. <laughs> at least. So <laughs> that's really cool, dude. Uh, I actually have a little bit more of a newfound respect for what the fuck these guys are doing. And goddamn, I probably, I'm guessing it would be a fucking treat to visit, right? Like, oh shit, Cali Creamin. They're like, no. Get yeah. your ass down here and see what the fuck we're actually like, doing. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you like our most fucking commercialized fucking beer? <laughs> Come here. Take a seat. Get some fucking liquid cacao in you. This is awesome, dude. I think I'm ready for a rating on this. What you got, man? I'm going to give this... Uh, I'm struggling here. Uh, eight. Okay. Yeah. I think it has a lot of potential for growth. A lot of potential where it can become a 10. I think I want to see this as a 12 percenter. Uh, age a little longer in a barrel. Tell me what kind of barrel you're aging this in. There you go. Um, God. Maybe an imperial version of this. It is an imperial. It's an imperial stout. <clears throat> aged in bourbon barrels. Give me an imperial version of this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, we're at eleven point seven. Fucking turn it up. Right. Right. <laughs> this is nice. Like it, it's really it's heavy on the booze. The fucking this film on the glass is a little contentious, I suppose. Um, but it's a good beer. I'm I'm in between the eight and the eight point five, but I'm gonna give them an. I think I, they can do better with this. Okay. I think that's fair, dude. Um, I want to say that... <clears throat> I want to say that you... 8.5. Let, let's call it an 8.5 okay. on your end. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to echo that because I, I agree. 
everything about this beer can be done in a much more refined way. Um, that's not to knock it. This is an awesome beer. <clears throat> but I'd say of note for me is the heat that is still present even after two years of aging tells me that I probably wouldn't have enjoyed this beer if I if we cracked it open the day it went on the shelf. Right. This is still too fucking hot. It it's it's still screaming. Mm-hmm. And I bet also on the fucking other side of the coin, if we gave this two or three more years, this thing would be fucking decadent. Awesome. But I think that um that um that exact um tidbit about the beer makes it complex and it makes it something that you age and it makes it something that you say for a very special occasion and i think that bumps it up for to an 8.5 for me um if we were to have go ahead go ahead i was gonna say something stupid but go ahead yeah go ahead oh please. well i was gonna say if all you have to work with is potatoes and you brew this incredible <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no shit, dude. Yeah, um, I know. Was, I thought in my head, I, you know, I made an expression. I was gonna let you talk, but I, I, if not I could get interruption. <laughs> no, I think so because if I could get potatoes that tasted like this, chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Oh my god, I think I think you're onto something here, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, holy shit, dude! No, eight point five for me. Uh, I think if 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 they were to allow it to settle into the barrel, maybe about three more months. Mm. If they were to bring a little bit more balance to the flavor profile, I think what you went for was dark chocolate, and I think that um, something a little bit more along the lines of like a milk chocolate, or I, I think it would cut the heat a little bit more like you need something to cut the heat more the tart cherries do great to cut the sweetness but i think that allows for that heat to be a bit more pronounced it's not balanced um but it's still a fucking great barrel aged imperial style yeah 8.5 across the board we're gonna get into the second topic of today's episode uh it's a sad week. It's a little late on this for sure. Yeah. But I mean, most of our topics are going to be late because we're fucking late anyway. <laughs> um, I mean, we're talking about 9 11 on like the middle of November for some reason. <laughs> Don't know why, but that's not the point. Anyway. It's your fault. I do know a why. It's fucking your fault. legend <laughs> <laughs> died. That's right. Two weeks from now. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck yeah about like five weeks five weeks ago from where you're listening to this realistically five weeks let's ago. talk about it in future tense <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck legend died that's right comedic legend we lost another one folks named norm mcdonald that's right you came at me earlier with the saying. Yeah, it's an original, and I'm going to coin this, but I already know that somebody probably just got ahead of me on, like, Twitter or some bullshit, like, somewhere where you could immediately communicate mm-hmm. your fucking thoughts to the rest of the world. And since we're 
five weeks behind. Correct. Yeah. Um, it goes a little something like this: Norm McDonald bought the farm. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> he would like that. This he topic would... was all just to set up that joke. By the way, he would like that joke. <laughs> he would like that joke. Would he? Because he liked to fucking he liked to push the envelope, dude. He. The, did what the fuck his mo was bro you yeah. know and um I, I couldn't say that i'm like the biggest fan of his but i appreciate his contribution to comedy hmm. it was pushing the envelope and um quite specifically the thing that i'm the biggest fan of is pushing the envelope politically um he was uh very outspoken with his like uh political views and um uh, i respect that he really changed the landscape and he um, really fought against syndicated television networks. Uh, he was on SNL for fucking fuck's sake. You know, he was on SNL. And and um, his bits really turned the the whole, like, gig from, like, some, like, slapstick shit to political commentary. And mm-hmm. that was refreshing. And to, to me, in my opinion, he really... Um, set like a tone for comedy and, and he opened up a lot of doors for the comedians that we have today. Um, my respects to him for that. Yeah, he, he was, like, like I said before, he was a legend in the comedy scene. He was a fucking household name right? for that matter. Yeah, And he did push the, env- the on- envelope? Envelope? Envelope. 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 He pushed the envelope. Um as far as free speech goes, he didn't give a fuck. There was no filter on this man. And he was fucking incredible for it. Um, he influenced a lot of the comedians that we know today. But not all of them. Because a lot of them are fucking little pussies. Um, yeah. So I bring up Norm MacDonald. Because he was a fucking legend in comedy. And like the day of his death. You know, you have all these comedians and everybody mourning this guy. This great man's death. I don't. I don't even want to call him a great man. Let's call him this great comedian's death, right? There you go. Uh, Because I don't know his personal life. I don't know who the fuck he was as a person, really. Um, But the day of his fucking death, there's people mourning his fucking death. Talking about stories of him with this person and whatever. And just people reminiscing. And out comes this fucking bitch on fucking Twitter. She posts a picture of herself with Norm MacDonald. You know, she went out to a fucking comedy show to go watch this fucking guy and probably a fucking huge fan of his. Takes a fucking picture with him like 30 years ago. (laughs) And the caption reads, what you don't see is him grabbing my ass. (laughs) Norm MacDonald was not the man you think he is. He was a fucking rapist. He was a blah. He was a this. He was a that. (sighs) Fucking bitch, dude. Relax. Read the fuck lax. I know that for some fucking reason into today's society, this is a fucking like badge of honor or some bullshit. Like you're trying to fucking insinuate that you are so good looking that even fucking Norm MacDonald couldn't fucking stay away from that ass i mean i think it's it i think it's fucking um so uh, dishonest 
just you're smiling like motherfuck in that picture um probably because you think that you have a chance to get fucked by this fucking comedian and then you know it i don't know it did it happen it happened i don't know it happened or it didn't happen yeah i don't fucking know but you're fucking smiling like ear to ear here um i'm pretty sure you're like pretty happy about the possibilities that you're about to encounter per just by chance and then fucking um three decades later three decades later yeah so i mean i don't know like you weren't able to like suck his soul as a woman like you weren't able to completely fucking like um uh you know uh own his entire fucking person so you're like resentful about that and then and then you're gonna come and like take a fucking shit a steaming hot fucking pile of shit in the middle of the wake of mourning for um a person who's an idol Mm -hmm. okay that's the way things work nowadays yeah post-mortem bro that was the first thing that i asked you when 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 um i mean you know a little break in the fourth wall here you guys every once in a while we have topics that we get to discuss that we uh planned and every once in a while we talk about them here before we st- we hit record <laughs> so when you propose this i i haven't heard anything about this but my question was postmortem dude come on yeah what ne- the fuck um, you waited 30 years and now he can't defend himself. <laughs> yeah. You're punching the fucking dead body. Right. <laughs> Congratulations. Being a dead horse. <laughs> what the fuck is the point of this? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish other than fucking shitting on people? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Do what you, the fuck? What the fuck? What do you think is going to happen when you approach a fucking 40 something year old man who's fucking rich at this point fucking probably world fucking famous yeah absolutely you're i'm 30 years ago i'm gonna say you're probably 20 something at the point what the fuck do you think being rich and famous is for is to fuck (laughs) 20 something year olds whenever the fuck you want oh god and like stop lying to yourself Dude, just, I'm just beautiful victim shaming, by the way. Just beautiful. Just, mwah, mwah. <laughs> Chef smooch. Ah, victim shaming. <laughs> I just hate the fucking current climate where fucking women are, are simultaneously viewed as these fucking heroines, these great, powerful fucking beings can fucking... Masters of their fucking universe. Yes. And then at the same time, they're fucking victims of everything. Nice. You could be fucking 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26 years old, and you're still a victim to these fucking 30, 40 year old men that are predators. Um, I feel you on that one, dude. You know, as much as I can say that, um, like, you know, obviously I, I'm tossing out that term um, because it's it's real like it's it's definitely real but um you also have to consider um any sense of like personal accountability 
Is there any sense of personal accountability? Mm-hmm. Are you at all at fault for, um, you know, fucking goddamn wearing a miniskirt around a famous person in the 1980s <laughs> when cocaine is rampant, when cocaine and fucking unprotected sex and fucking antibiotics are fucking um, polluting yeah. the fucking sewer system, um, killing fish. Probably, yeah. I don't know, that's mm-hmm. a fact, but I bet you that a lot of like marine life died by the amount of antibiotics flowing through people's systems to try to cure sexually transmitted diseases. It definitely in killed the, the smaller 80s, fish now, didn't it? <laughs> There's no accountability, dude. There's there isn't. None. There's no... Where the fuck is your self-actualization, you fucking stupid bitch? <laughs> You are a fucking human being. You're the master of your fucking universe. You are this dominant <laughs> fucking creature. Uh, you have the same rights as men do. But there's no responsibility when it comes to you putting yourself in a fucking position when you're going to be fucking groped or attacked, you know? <laughs> oh, you're going to be groped. Sorry. Sorry. This is kind of an environment that is completely, um, you know, just... Yeah. Having groping stuff. There's just a lot of groping around here. At some point, you have to realize (laughs) that this 50-year-old man has no interest in your 23-year-old self other than probably fucking sex. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. He doesn't want to listen to your poetry. He doesn't want to listen to your fucking how your day went and your fucking sorority. He doesn't give a shit about your friends getting married and having kids and you, your biological fucking clock ticking. (laughs) He doesn't want to hear about that. All he wants to do is fuck. Yeah, absolutely. And of you course. go up to him in a fucking miniskirt and fucking going, ah, ha, ha, you're so funny. Men respond to that. Men want to hear that they're funny. I want to hear that I'm funny. If some fucking chick tells me that I'm funny and I'm like, is all touchy-feely, I'm going to think she's interested sexually. As soon as they tell me I'm funny, I immediately fall in love. You know? Right? Just immediately. I love you. <laughs> 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 what is the point of being rich and famous if it's not to fucking spread your seed <laughs> everywhere you can what is the point of mastering any fucking ability if it's not gonna get you laid man <laughs> men built skyscrapers for pussy <laughs> men have gone to war for vagina absolutely they have yes like Holy fuck. He grabbed my ass. Should be, and it ruined her life, apparently. Hey, everybody. He grabbed my ass and it ruined my life. Stop mourning him. Everybody stop being sad. Because actually he grabbed my ass. 30 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a quote from Norm MacDonald that I found coincidentally. Um... While while we were discussing this topic, the quote is, the model used to be, admit wrongdoing, show complete contrition, and then we give you a second chance. Now, it's admit wrongdoing, and you're finished. Mm. And so, the only way to survive is to deny, 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 end quote. 
From Norm McDonald himself, the rapist. He sounds guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cancel him now that like, he's yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good job, dude. Like, legit. I don't know what the fuck these people think they're accomplishing. Um, I'm with Norm at this point. Um, with with everything that he did, obviously, and throughout his career. But specifically with this quote. It's um, the cancel culture shit, right? He's completely commenting on the cancel culture. And it's this fucking idea that, yeah, fucking, like, get on your knees, say you're fucking sorry, and also, you're fucking out of here. Yeah. Um, sorry that you're not a perfect individual. Um, the fucking witch hunt for perfect individuals throughout, like, media, throughout politics, throughout even just everyday people is um, insane. And it's a fucking... Um, it's it's a vicious uh, it's not even a vicious cycle it's just like a fucking wave of like insolence um if if you continue down this path you're only going to be a victim of your own fucking perceived morals and ethics i've seen this happen way too many times publishers and editors leaving people off to the fucking wayside because one day they tweeted the n word Right, <laughs> like there was one day that, like, fucking 2014, they used the N word to address their friend on social media. So you can't have that. And then it's like, oh, let's applaud these people for being heroic and like keeping us from these fucking racist individuals. And then you do a little deep dive, and in 2013, this motherfucker said the same thing. <laughs> you know, they said the same thing to address a friend in a friendly ma manner. Um, that when completely taken out of context might be offensive, but like completely within context was just like friendly banter, but let's cancel them too. And it's just like this ugly fucking wall of wave of insolence that has, um, perpetuated itself throughout media and culture. And, um, it's a fucking, uh, disease, right? Yep. The insolence, insolence witch hunt. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Next beer. Let's do it. <laughs> Next on our lineup for today, from Mother Earth Brewing Company, is a barrel-aged Four Seasons Nitro Russian Imperial Stout called Quit Stalin. Ah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, you see what they did there? Yes. That's clever, bro. Mm-hmm. Formerly a draft-only exclusive, we've been trying to get our legendary RIS into a can, Russian Imperial Stout, and figured what better way than through our Four Seasons product line. After all, it's often the base blending beer for the program anyway. Well, here it is, unadulterated. Okay. Okay. Where's the ABV on this? Do not see it. 11.7% ABV. There you go. Let's see what we got here.
Report out. It's looking creamy as fuck. Looking beautiful, dude. Mm-hmm. Just looking like a fucking nitro stout auto. Out of what? <laughs> looking like it auto, bro. Uh, I'm I'm gonna swirl <laughs> this around a little bit, and just keep working that like just keep working that head up, man. Uh, that's the thing with nitro beers, man. It, it takes a little bit of love, just cause it, if you put that little extra fucking just swirl around. You're going to get this beautiful little head right there, and it's going to add to the ex- to- total experience. Yeah. And um, it's doing exactly that. It's responding in kind. And uh, let- let's just go ahead and get some smiling notes here. Wow. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs> just spirit jumping out of the fucking glass, man. This is incredible. It's so fucking rich and chocolatey and fucking roasty. There's a lot of vanilla coming through on the fucking smell. Honestly, I think if there's anything that I can take away from today's lineup is that Mother Earth Brewing Company knows what the fuck they're doing with vanilla, man. Yeah, they love vanilla, don't yeah. they? Um, I think that's going to be like a signature. Mm. You know, like we, we've spoken about other brewing companies having signature flavor profiles. Um I think I I finally discovered Mother Earth Brewing Company equals vanilla. Just doing the fuck out of that. You know what it tells me on the nose? What's up, brother? Quit stalling and drink me. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Yo. This is the Kelly creaming of fucking stouts. Oh shit, dude. <laughs> what the Whoa. fuck? Oh. Okay. What the fuck? Man, you just fucked me up with that. You really did just fuck me up with that descriptor. Like the essence of like this like vanilla y light crisp um wonderful just sweetness that Cali creaming is known for known for mm-hmm. meets a bourbon barrel imperial style. Right. They took Shit. their their Cali creaming and said, let's add some, add some roast, let's add some chocolate, let's add some barrel here. Holy fuck. Ah, uh, shit, man. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And also, play to your strengths, right? Mm-hmm. Mother Earth Brewing Company is playing to their strength with this bourbon barrel-aged beer. I'm not even fucking mad that it's not even, um like, it, it, this isn't a, a, a vintage, dude. This is a fucking 2021. This hasn't aged a fucking goddamn fucking minute, man. I know. You know, this thing is fresh off the fucking shelf. Fresh off the brewery, to the shelf, to the Wasted Content uh, podcast. And it's it's lovely. It's fucking awesome. This is going to be up there on one of my favorite Russian Imperial Stouts. 
I don't see anything they could have done better here. Fuck, okay. Holy fuck. The Nitro is just killing it, dude. Um Absolutely. This is the first the first bourbon barrel aged imperial style on Nitro I've ever had. Same. The Nitro is ripping through this and it's creating so much of a lighter, creamier, fluffier texture to something that you're so accustomed to being super saccharine sweet heavy syrupy it's bringing a completely different body to these big bold uh, flavor profiles we've shared a lot of firsts here ozymandias on this project and uh, to me this one is a game changer yeah it definitely is it's Incredible. I want more nitro on every fucking barrel aged stout. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Why haven't we been doing this? Why haven't you guys been doing this? Yep. <laughs> I briefly saw this like rise of nitro beers and it came and went so fucking quick. But Mother Earth was like, nah. Stick around. This is delicious. Um, this is creative. Uh, I love their ability to identify where nitro works. This is like a complete finger on the pulse of what makes nitro work. I've seen beers that do nitro that are great and it really helps the beer along in flavor profile and texture and body and weight. I've seen, I've also experienced beers that had no business being nitro. And this is a mastery in identifying what works with that. You had your Cali cream in and you put that on nitro. It fucking worked perfectly. That's exactly what the fuck um, is going to complement your flavor profile. Nitro stouts have been a thing for a goddamn while, dude. Yeah. Why has nobody done a bourbon barrel aged Imperial Nitro Stout? It's incredible to think that we haven't. God. Mother Earth did it. And they've um they've sectioned off a cornerstone in um craft beer history. This is awesome. It's a game changer. I can't say that enough. Absolutely. I would say that it's um, pretty pretty fucking um, obvious where we're going with this. I want to hear it from you first. Uh, this is a five for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, this is an absolute 10. This is just blew me out of the fucking water here. Um, the nitro is so fucking perfect in this beer and in this beer style. I'm, again, like you, I'm surprised nobody else has done this. If they have... Give me some immediately. Mm-hmm. This is a tent for me. Um, if you have, I haven't heard of you. If you have, I haven't heard about it. I'm experiencing this right now for the first time ever in my life. And this works and it's great. And um, everybody better start paying attention. Yep. This is a complete game changer for the third time. Um, I'm not going to tire of saying that from this beer. And I can guarantee you that I will be going out 
exactly looking for this again. This is going to be a dragon until somebody else um, does it. Yep. Chasing the fucking dragon, bro. <laughs> this is my heroine now. Nice. Um, Mother Earth, <laughs> you have created heroin, and I love you, and I have a warm, fuzzy feeling that's like a blanket, and it's cozy all over me. Yeah. Because <laughs> it feels like heroin, guys. It's an absolute 10 for me. Beautiful. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Let's end it on a fucking great fucking note with this fucking beer. I think that's the best. This is ridiculous. I, wow. I'm speechless. <sighs> Holy fuck. You guys get out there. Look for Mother Earth. Um, Don't just fucking look for the goddamn shit that's um, readily available. Really scour the fucking shelves and you're going to find some gems from these guys. Look for the Four Seasons series. I've seen three out there in my life. We just experienced two of them. Mother Earth did two very different things with both of their barrel aged beers, and they're both something to fucking behold. Um, absolutely, dude. Um, complete Mother Earth lineup for Wasted Content, episode 85. I am Anthropos. I am Ozzy Man. See you next week, motherfucker. Peace.